0: Sound check. Just uh uh one second. Um Gav, say something. Say something. Right, we need to change that mic. Say, say something. Something. Gav, say something. Hello. You have an extensive vocabulary, don't you? End of podcast. <laughs> We've reached the limit of Gav's vocabulary. Oh, he knows that and uh Hello and uh uh pots and pans or something. Pan bashing. My plan—I've got a plan for this podcast. I have, and I conspired with Simon to do this. Have you? So yeah, fully in the knowledge that Gav is still serving. What do you mean? Have I? Yes, we have. Like wink, it. wink. <laughs> we're gonna get—we're gonna get Gav drunk, and we're gonna get him to give away state secrets. <laughs> oh yeah, easy, one hundred percent. It's totally doable. State secrets, totally on, doable. I'm catering. You can. What kind of state secrets could a cook give away? What do you She's, think? Cheesy yammy
1: <laughs> Never gonna
0: happen. <laughs> I should have bought some, shouldn't I? Young, state maybe. secrets. I would advise you not to. <laughs> did Definitely don't ring those.
1: You say state secrets. Steak
0: secrets. I'm your oldie. Welcome to episode 196, full of absolute dog shit conversation. <laughs> Gav Chouac, uh Simon Pyle. We have to get serious now, don't we? Yeah. Welcome back to the studio. What number are you, Gav? Three. Episode number. Episode number. No. <laughs>
1: Episode number? Yeah, you
0: no, first one. Seventeen.
1: I on you. No, I was no, I was thirty-one. I think I was after. Johnny Mercer. You made Johnny Mercer, and then I was after. Name drop? Yeah. <sighs> name, <sighs>
0: drop. Uh, oh, name drop. name <laughs> drop? That was you doing the name drop. You did the first name That's drop. It. You get the first point against you for name dropping. <laughs> for
1: you. Look at that. And then I was, uh, two years ago, wasn't it? So it was one hundred and thirty-one or two. Okay,
0: rambling on now. What number were <clears throat> you? Sorry, I was at uh, number fifteen. 15? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. What number were you? 31. Yeah, what does 32. that say about what I think about you two? No, nah, I'm pretty sure you were se- I think your first you. episode was 17, mate. Oh, you've been on twice, Gavin, two haven't after you? Me. You've been on twice, haven't you? This is Hadrick. What? How have you been on three times? Because, because you're short of gas. <laughs> but what other reason? Hmm.
1: Your only naval friend? Oh, second hmm. naval friend. English naval friend. Yeah.
0: Have you got a cope No. Okay. Ball's dropped. <laughs> right. Question. Uh, we, so, I said we want to talk about current event stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, Mikey V's on his way, by the way. Cool. Mikey V's on his way. And he, he's bringing Becky's brownies with him. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. We've got something to rival Becky's I brownies. I know we haven't, because going to... Hang on a minute, you can talk Talk about the food in a minute. Let's get this fucking podcast started, because okay. before people start dropping off. Right, here's a question. Is Prince Harry a bellend? look at the faces can i go first <laughs> the faces. can i go first look at the off camera gestures <laughs> amazing 100% amazing. <laughs> is no i'm be, i'm i have my own opinion which I think yeah. you know my opinion so is, my my opinion gavin <laughs> wants to go first
1: <clears throat> is um it's going to come back to haunt him, i think i think he's been
0: i don't think that's the question i asked gavin well i think what i asked, it was a yes or no question is prince harry a bellend well all bellends well avoided. Right, go on, continue what you're saying.
1: I got a lot of respect for him, as in everyone's been handed to him as such, but he's gone through a lot was um, his mum and dad and stuff and, and media attention. But I can't get my head around the fact that he's, go, he's got the media attention when he doesn't want it. So the whole Netflix series, the whole um, Oprah Winfrey and stuff. Um, but I think he's been played by his wife and whoever's advising him now. I don't think he's making his own decisions. So it Bellend at the minute, yes. In five years time, I think he'll be trying to get back in the fold and then we'll say not bell end.
2: Quote unquote
0: Quote unquote. Uh, Simon
2: Pretty much what Gav says really, you know he's kind no, of No 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 he is like, you know, for the kind of guy who he is and what he's done and he's served and everything else is is great. But he just kind of you know he's to America, he's all right, you know, he's gone over. I want all his privacy stuff. I'm starting to like a bit like South Park, which I was going to mention in a minute, but you know, he wants all the privacy and he wants the kind of you know, the anonymity. But then all of a sudden, they're doing a Netflix thing, then they're doing this, they're doing Oprah, they're doing something else. It's just kind of they're not kind
0: of doing what they want to do. Look at Gavi with his hand up. <laughs> Gav back in school, go on. The one thing that really grates me.
1: Is that the Queen wasn't even... Our late Queen wasn't even dead six months and the whole Netflix series came out. So that's just badly advised, surely. You know, to have the attack on the royal family when she's not even been dead six months is a a big no-no. I would
0: caveat that with that was probably being planned two years in advance. Yeah. They probably didn't see a death coming. Yeah, I reckon she was healthy.
1: But then if he had any influence on... I don't know, I'm just saying. Any influence or or on decisions being made, surely you delay that at least by to 12 months or,
0: or wet or. oh right okay yeah I see uh, well yeah yeah I agree unless it's contractual clauses yeah, which they probably were. And Netflix would have pi- would have picked the point to release it, which is which would maximize income but minimize the negative feedback. So like they could have released it probably three months after. I don't know. Was they, oh, maybe. I don't know if it mm-hmm. was done. And they went, Oh maybe they were gonna release it just as she died. And they were like, Fuck no, yeah. Can't do that now. I don't about. know. I don't I'm just playing devil's advocate, right? Mm. Um, okay. So he's a bell end now, if I summarise, he's a bell end now but only because he's a victim of circumstance and it's because of his misses. Is that what you two just said?
1: No,
2: mm.
1: not just his wife. He's getting, he's getting advice. He's getting yeah. advisors from somewhere in it. Yeah. And I think his judgment's clouded. No doubt. He's, he's had a lot of things going on in his life. You know, no one can understand what he's been through as in terms of growing up within that limelight. Um, not going to understand the loss of his mum at such a young age and having to do the whole funeral procession and all the eyes being on you. And, you know, so he's got a lot to take in, but I think he's been advised wrongly. Um, And I think in five years' time, I reckon he might, you know, a bit older, admit to some mistakes that he's made or Mm -hmm. some, some judgments he's made.
0: Okay. Has anybody seen the South Park episode? It's very good. It is it's fucking brilliant. It's very, very, very good. Regardless of what you think, yeah. like of Harry, whether you like him or not. I, we, I think we're all the same. It's like, you yeah. need to be able to appreciate good humour. Yeah. And uh, I don't agree with some of the sentences made <laughs> in the South Park episode. I don't. I don't. But fuck me, did I laugh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, did I laugh? I mean, but, it's a bit like... Um, and watch it <clears throat> so I've just discovered. So I've heard of the Chappelle show for years, yeah. I've heard of it mainly because of um, I've heard it mentioned on the Joe Rogan podcast, mm-hmm. the Chappelle show, and, and Dave Chappelle mentioned it. Right, it's now on Netflix. Did you know that? Oh, I haven't seen that no. The Chappelle show, all series, and on Netflix. I started watching it a couple of weeks ago. I have been binge watching it, it? so it's it, it was made in the noughties, mm-hmm. and it and uh. And the humour that back then you could do yeah was different. Oh yeah. My it's god. Twenty years ago. Yeah my god it is good. At the expense of all races. White people, black people, all races. Yeah. But Chappelle's doing it, and so he's black, so he, he can get away with saying yeah. more racist stuff than what if I could if I was on there trying to be a comedian, right? It is fucking incredible, but at the same point, I don't agree with all the a lot of the sentiments on there about yeah. like especially the racial guys he's making or the all the all the prejudices he's playing on and stuff like that. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. Here's the next question because I digress, they're completely on the race. Should he have mentioned how many people he killed? Come on, boys! you can't have silence. We need no,
2: the outrage. No. Um, kind of, he's done it because it's in his book. So he's mentioned it because it's in his book. I've not read the book, but going off what I've seen in the press. Well, I,
0: didn't I send you those excer- excerpts? From yeah, I've,
2: I've got the I've got the, the electronic version of the book as well that I didn't pay for. Um, the PDF, you mean? PDF, yeah.
0: But yeah, you know, stealing he's, from a veteran. It, it, are you? Yeah, stealing from a veteran. That's what you're doing. <laughs> stealing him. from a veteran and a, hang on, and a veteran's family. Fucking.
1: He's not short of cash, is he?
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. He's not as if he's got a few pounds in a bank, is it
1: yeah. A big company.
0: A
2: big one. Yeah, but you know, he he's done that. He's released that bit because it sells. Because he knew it's gonna be in a book. He's gonna release it. It's it's Have all you about... read
0: the excerpt? Have you I've, read the I've
2: read the excerpt, yeah. You sent it through right. and it's okay. it's not the way the press have made it out to be. You know, the press have the press have kind of blown it up massively as if he's there and he's bragging about it in the interview and he's bragging it but he's not he's just, he's just laying out the facts that you know if he goes out there if he's in an Apache he's not going to go out there and not do anything
0: so it's kind of that's not why he said it he didn't say it because of that reason go on Gav
1: I think I know what you're getting at so well, I, my, I fucking my, read it I remembered yeah, it yeah, yeah but I think Si's read
0: it and he purged
1: it I, when I first seen it and before the book was I'm kind born. of like released and I've not read the book myself it was kind of um you know
0: you must have audiobooked it surely <laughs>
1: no it, there was a lot of like it's long right, words in there d- long words there wasn't a lot of yeah you know, there's a lot of veterans saying like right, you, you don't you know no one talks about how many kills you've had and stuff like that. it doesn't you don't hear that um but he got a lot of grief via social media and some social media accounts that we know of just saying that he was went to afghan he did fuck all basically he went up there sat on his ass got a suntan he had ten um Special Forces people around him at all times. (laughs) So I think the reason why he said, I did this, I did that, was a two fingers up to those making accusations that he did nothing in Afghanistan.
0: Yeah, partly. Yeah, I agree. I I totally agree. Just what I need to interject. Mikey V is sat in the car outside. (laughs) right, Ready to come in. Let's invite him in. Get him in. If he's got brownies,
2: he's in. What? If he's got brownies, he's in. Send her a voice message,
0: Mike. Um, if you uh, if you've got brownies, you're welcome to come in. We're, you're on air right now, so um, come in, mate. Sai <laughs> si said Becky's brownies getting <laughs> you. <laughs> welcome because at the moment we've got uh cheese and crackers and meat, but Gav has got them all by him, he's not sharing them anyway. I'll see you in a minute. Uh, sorry, uh, podcast listeners or viewers. We've got Mikey V entering and he's in the car park sat in his car because I told him uh, not to come in for another 10 minutes, but he's arrived mm. early so um. Okay, yeah, that, I think that was uh, one part of it. It's like, uh, to. I think, right, and I'm inclined to believe this more now after speaking to someone yesterday who's listened to the entire mm. audiobook, ex military guy called Paul. Called Paul. Listened to the entire audiobook, which in, in fact is narrated by Harry. And uh, and basically, so I thought, I think I mentioned this to you guys about a couple of months back when I did it. I think. So he's between a rock and a hard place, Harry, right? People are hammering him, making accusations, and assuming Mm. this fucking, this, that, and the other. This is going to go on for the rest of his life, right? Yeah. Regardless of whether he's with his missus or not. It's going to go on for the rest of his life, right? He's he's now always, always going to be Marmite. Yeah. I think all he's done is he has gone, well, fuck it, then. I'm putting everything out. Out everything out yeah. then there's no skeletons in the closet right there's nothing to there's nothing to make assumptions of I think I'm going to put it all out there everything now the the 25 Taliban fighters killed he said the context I mean it's, I don't think in that decision was oh yeah I'll even say how many people are killed yeah. the, the the way he says it in the book is it is context what he's saying he's not boasting about it, it's, it when I read it Explaining I thought the there's nothing fucking wrong with the way he's put that it is admittedly very rare for people to call out how many people they're killed right mm. very rare but the way he put it, it makes sense why he, why he mm. said it, right? And um uh so that's what I think it is. He's put it all out there. He's gone, fuck it, go on. You, there's nothing there's nothing now I can I don't have I can't be really pull up for anything. There's no story that be can be uncovered, it's a new drama about me in the future. Everything from this point forward that the press could talk about or people could villain fight him for is what he's in control of now, the person mm. he is now. You know what I mean? So they've got nothing on him. They've got nothing on him. Yeah. Got, however, however, Mikey V is in the studio. Oh, I wasn't nope. uh, wait, you, We just talk about Harry and Meghan. What Harry do you think about Megan. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you need you to Megan? grab that seat. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, is Thank that, that sure? a Moth Creatura top? Sorry,
3: second.
0: That looks like a Moth Creatura uh, sh- top. No. No, no. It's uh, a different It's,
3: it's a, the Mike Force. A different item. It's the Mike Force. Yeah, you're on, mate. The Mike Force.
0: Mikey V. We we pre warned viewers and listeners that you'd be joining us. Oh, that's nice. Oh, uh, we need a microphone, didn't you? <coughs> uh, yeah. So grab the um if you grab the arm, yeah, the, no, of the mic, yeah. Down. They're a bit dodgy. These are those ones. And you I'm got. sure, Pull it over. To do no, that no, no, well. no, 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 no. Pull it over. Right. All right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You get comfortable. Thank you. Pull it over closer. to you. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. Okay. Yeah. We good. Good stuff. I think we're good. You. Talk to me.
3: Give me one, two, three. One, two, three. Give
0: me a rugby for
3: heroes. Rugby for heroes. Very
0: good. Very good. <laughs> Who are? How many? Uh, how many Becky's brownies did, did you bring?
3: Well, there are six. Yeah. There's six in there, and obviously there's only four of us. Yeah. But yeah. they can either be broken in half, or, or, we can have one each, and then we can fight for the remaining two. amongst uh, the four of us. Well,
0: given our aggressive. Uh, Gavin gets over food. Yeah, he's yeah. very aggressive. I would not suggest the fight, because there's a weapon on the table. Yeah, yeah. Several weapons. If you, notice this, <laughs> if you notice the placement of all of the food now, look where it is. Look. Yeah. yeah. We've not been offered any. <laughs> I'm not joking. We've been in here for 20 minutes. Gav has not offered any any food.
2: Has he not? No, not, not, not a me.
3: scrap? No, not a scrap. Zero, do you? Just,
0: just drop that mic down, Mike. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, the right? the boom there yeah, is that cool. okay? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah perfect. Is the sound check okay as well?
0: No, no, it's good. Yeah.
2: You have gotta be careful because you know Casey Ryback was a chef and he's got a knife, so anything could happen <laughs> if Gav gets a bit. You know, yeah, he's got the food in front of him. He's got a knife. If somebody tries to take it off him,
0: so let's get back to the conversation. Yeah. Uh, so the first, you don't have to partake in this in this first question, which I asked them, and it yeah. was, is Harry a Bellend, right? We did that. You don't have to involve yourself in that conversation, right? No. What? But what is his answer? I'll probably start. No, off no, that. no. I, I, I'm no, Mike I, I,
3: I'll probably start off that topic if that's okay. <laughs> thank you for inviting <laughs> me si, to, to to participate. I but this. no, I I, I I will I will claim the Fifth Amendment of silence on that. But <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. To,
0: um, then we moved on to uh, was uh, so should he have said he, how many people he killed in the book? And then we've gotten a more general conversation about like yeah. was the book advice all that. A caveat to this, so these all shake, yeah, all shake the table, the, the studios are a work in progress. If, if people watching this see microphones shaking, it's because it is cavchuac <laughs> cutting cut in cheese India. vigorously yeah. and shaking the whole table. Anyway, India. so uh, I spoke to um, a, a mutual friend of all of ours actually called yeah. Paul. yeah. Wednesday, we went for lunch Wednesday, and he listened to the audiobook, Harry's audiobook. Right. Right. And he, he is basically the opinion that uh, it is very little wrong with the He basically had nothing wrong with the book. Um, he said there's stuff has been getting said in the press that that quote in the book that isn't even in the book. Yeah. So, for example, uh, I think Harry Ma- I've not read it yet, right? I'm going to audiobook it now. I know it's on the audiobook. And Harry reads it. Harry reads it, right? Um, apparently, there was something in the news about. Uh, but he mentions cocaine in the book, and then apparently the muse said, oh, he said, oh, I thought it was some baking powder or something. Do you know about this? No. You know, have you heard of this one? No. He thought no. it was some powder or whatever. Yeah. That's not in the book. They've, like, the media made it up. Yeah. Anyway, the only passing comment that Paul had to make was that he talks about his penis a lot. It's several, like, lots of parts of the book. Okay. Lots of parts. So we know about the frostbite story, don't you? No. He got frostbite in, his, on his, in the book. How he got frostbite in his penis. But there's, there's many parts of the book where he's talking about his penis. Yeah, that's the only thing. But my point is, the mutual pull that we all know to listen to that book and have that opinion. Yeah. And he's a very level-headed guy. Very. Isn't he? Yeah. And you can, like, I trust what he says. and I, tr- and I th- Especially reading stuff and having an opinion and things like that. And he knows... He's ex-military. So um, it was uh, interesting to listen to that. I need to listen to the book. Mm. Anyway, off Harry's penis. <laughs> On to... Uh, What's on to um? We're
3: laughing, laughing at. I, I just want a segue. I mean, it's how a good, it's, it's a perfect <laughs> segue from Harry's penis. penis. Thank you to rugby hero. Yeah, Is it, can you stop saying that word now? Is that all right? <laughs> You're saying it way too many times. Especially as I've got a, 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 a Matelow next to me cutting a a sausage. A, a sausage. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've too got much. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I've got that. Uh, no so good to see you. Joking. All. joking good to see you, to all.
0: you, mate. Glad you can make it.
3: Oh, thanks for having me on. Glad me along. you make it in
0: between your uh, work and the haircut.
3: That's right, yeah, yeah, busy guy, busy guy. Well, I've got a, a, a long international trip to do, so you ne- you've got to have a haircut for an international right? trip. Yeah, I will be next week, yeah, yeah, uh, next week. How long have you away yeah. for? I'm away for just over a week. S- s- sit away from that mic and boom And then I've right? got another, yeah, thank you. another some more trips coming up. So, yeah, so, yeah thank you for having me, uh, you know, through that schedule.
0: If it wasn't for the Becky's Brownies, I was saying leave wow. them in the car park. <laughs> That's... <laughs> 100%. Yeah, 100%. yeah. <laughs> What's the plan for the rugby heroes?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm c- going on to talk about that today. Before I do that, just I want to check in with you about how you're doing because I know you've had oh, an making... interesting, uh, you set him up for an interesting few weeks. No, no, no. This is a genuine inquiry. I mean, I know that you know someone riffled through your car uh, 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 earlier on today, riffled? and it's not Riff- very nice. Riffled, riffled. rifled, r- r- rifled. Well, okay, yeah, riffled sounds good. Riffled? So, someone, someone, sort of, you know, attacked your car. You had that issue, you know. And, and my daughter, my daughter's small potato-sized dog, attacked you recently. Yep. So I thought it was appropriate just to check in on how you are before we start talking about the festival.
0: I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> good. <Yeah. laughs> that's George, all, I, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's rattled through your car? Hey, uh, you don't know about that? No. Ah oh, man, my car's got a drama at the minute. Where? Uh, how did you not know about it? I tweeted about it, so everyone should know. Oh, yeah, of you course course you, need you need to stay to up to date <laughs> with, with the blue
3: tick man. The blue tick man. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but the blue tick, right. What are you The blue the blue tick. Um so blue tick tweets, so non-blue tick tweets, yeah. they don't they they get deprioritized. Yeah. That's one example. Yeah. So, you know, that's one benefit. So and they get de-prioritized because 'cause they're more likely to be non humans.
3: I see. That's see? interesting to know that. Yeah, it so is. the stream of consciousness and wisdom that you tweet on a daily nay hourly basis is now guaranteed. It's gone up the queue really, alongside Elon and other, you know, great yeah. people. It's great, isn't it? No, it's great. Well I'm glad you're glad you're well. i you're looking well and good. I just wanted to, you know, it's check good. in on you.
0: I started this. Conversation on did. Rugby for Heroes, and you turn it into an attack on me.
3: No, I didn't. I'm just
0: <laughs> pointing that out, mate.
3: I'm just getting my shots in early, as they say. <laughs> so, Rugby for Heroes, we'd like to I'm talk about friendly. it. friendly, I didn't attack I you. Know, I know, I know, I know. All, all I did
0: be, was segue we, from Harry's yeah, penis into you Rugby did. for Heroes. That's all I did. So, we'd That's like, like to tell you about
3: we Would like me to tell your, your eager listeners <laughs> and viewers yeah. all about the festival this you year? You can have a go if you want. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, no, it's um, fifth. Well, firstly, say 15th anniversary festival, right. 15th anniversary on the 16th and 17th of June, 2023. Um, we are celebrating 15 years of uh, rugby, of amazing volunteering by people in this marvellous rugby club and across the rugby community and obviously the veterans community and serving personnel community. Um, we are putting a big, big effort into organising lots of fun things this year because we want to really ensure that people are, come along and they commit to it. And uh, not only do they commit to it, but they have fun and they also you know, make a contribution towards the Primary benefit charity of the event, which is the Three Five Three Trust, which uh, for those of your um, avid podcast followers and Blue Tick lovies, uh, for those people who uh, you know want to know about uh, that charity, they're obviously uh, online. But they were—it was a charity founded in memory of Private Conrad Lewis, uh, who was mentioned in dispatches serving with P Three Para. Sadly lost on Herrick 13, um, serving in patrol base. Kudrat, fantastic young man, absolutely outstanding young man, and his family set up a charity in his memory Right, So one of the things that we've done, in addition to the fact that we founded the event in uh, Joe Whittaker's memory, who was another uh, local para lad uh, from uh, 2Para, who was lost in 2008. So that's how we started the event. But when Conrad was killed and we had a lot of casualties in 2011 in this area, you know, Mm -hmm. gave extra sort of impetus, but moving it on to present day. Yeah. So we're raising money for the 353 Trust, uh, in memory of Conrad. um, Outstanding charity, doing amazing work actually with a lot of smaller charities and direct benefit and welfare work for individuals, including mental health uh, counselling support. Um, So we're supporting them again this year. We have a packed agenda on the weekend. We are thrilled to announce that we are, amongst other things, in addition to all the normal shenanigans and fun that you get with Rugby for Heroes, we are running a free viewing, a free screening on a massive outdoor screen of one of this year's great film releases, Welcome 22, uh, Top Gun Maverick. So we're encouraging everybody to come along in themed dress to fit with the theme. You could be in green like myself, you could be donning your aviators, you would be in you know, dress uniform. You can even wear the Hawaiian shirts that uh, were worn on the original film and in the latest film, when playing, playing the piano, right? So Miles Teller repeats that in the film, of course. So you can wear you can wear your, your tropical shirts. So, But Friday night is just, yeah, we've got that as a centrepiece. We're going to have an amazing time, uh, amazing sort of real ale bar and lots and lots of gin bars. And I'll come back to the gin bars later, if I may, before we close. Um, we've also got um, snap, Snapback, a fantastic local band. They played last year. I think Gav Tuak was seen dancing uncomfortably to them on Saturday last year after the event. I don't think
0: he has a comfortable dance, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the or two-step.
3: Yeah. And uh, and then later on, we've actually got an, Ibiza, uh, DJ, uh, an Ibiza-genre DJ set as well, straight after the finishing of the screening. So we'll be going to the, the small hours with all that. Um, Saturday, lots of rugby, all sections of the rugby club uh, represented. Foo bars are playing. The Old Lentonians, Nomads again. We've got Walking Rugby. We've got Ladies Rugby. Uh, We've got uh, our Barbarians team, who are the Young Guns, up-and-going team coming coming through. And, of course, our wonderful mixed-ability team, the Hornets, are playing as well in an invitational match. So we've got a full day of rugby. And we've got more entertainment planned for Saturday. But I'll stop there because it's always good to keep a few things Mm. in reserve, isn't it? But anyway, please come. 16th, 17th, June 2023. Amazing event. Thank you for all your support. No problem. Oh,
0: the, uh, the link will be in the, uh, the. It's all on the social media posts for, for the podcast. I know it's in the, yeah. in the, the rugby, rugby fo No, no. rugbyheroes.org. They can be rugby number four heroes or rugby FOR heroes. Yeah, you could search anyway, on either one. Yeah. Coming back on the topic of Maverick and rugby for heroes, yeah. I did not realize how, uh, how much of a, uh, uh, a sexual icon Miles Teller is for women. My missus loves him. I can't believe it. Miles Teller. He's a bit of a geek to me. I mean, Mike, you got dauntless. Do they find him attractive?
3: I'll have to check in with them and ask that question. <laughs> okay. I couldn't possibly uh, respond. I think there might be a contribution to the
0: right. left. I look at Kevin's hand up. Look at this moron. Oh, and he said the other word down. He said monk. Right, look at this moron. Right, I said at the start of the podcast if you can't, if someone's talking and you can't, like, naturally interject because yeah. I said don't talk over each other yeah. I said if you can't do that stick your hand up mm. he's just immediately putting his hand up <laughs> like he's at school he can't help doing it so straight the away
3: Miles Teller uh, Miles Teller
1: not the Miles Teller thing we go going from Harry's penis to how fit someone is in a film right. he was a bloke want, as well
2: we can't do so how so
0: listen we can't do Harry's penis again we're on rugby heroes <laughs> come on come on get
2: it, get it get it out of <laughs> your mind Miles Teller is he
1: fit or not is he fit? I can't picture him no, okay. Right, and you, you, seen, like, you look what, at me and Have, you seen, have like, you seen
0: Maverick? Yeah. yeah. He's Goose's son. Rooster. So, what did you say, Goose's son?
3: Rooster. Because his name is Miles Taylor. his pilot. In the film, he's Rooster, Rooster or.
0: Yeah, oh, right. yeah. son Is Rooster son? attractive? Come on.
1: No, I don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. So, we need, just need <laughs> yes <laughs> to complete the trilogy of confusing answers, don't we?
0: That's it. Yeah. Gav's it's like, everybody's He's like telling, taking the politician's answer to the next level. Yes, yeah. don't know, no. Yeah. Instead of just dancing around the question. Yeah, that's no, good. What pick, do you think about this pick, policy? Pick yes, one. don't know. Yeah, no. Pick one.
3: No, I understand. He has a, has a great following. He's very popular. I very like popular. knows. look at that. Watch chat well, group? I've, I've, chat I've, I've, are had, you I've in? had several messages from, from Kate, <laughs> Uh basically saying. Can we invite him? Can we invite him? So I did tweet him uh, in response to Kate. So bring your rubber boots, Miles. (laughs) Have a run out and you can come and we'll make sure you're fed and watered. (laughs) That's weird.
0: I told her to block you. Well, there we go. Yeah,
3: well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Thank you for that. I I love the fact
2: that it's going to be an Armed Forces weekend and it's all about Navy aviation and Navy. brilliant. That's brilliant.
3: (sighs) But we have a... a Well, well, yes, but (laughs) we do have a, a balancing item on the Saturday if my plan, my cunning plan... Around uh, a special event on the Saturday oh, happens. Can I
0: speculate? Yes, you can. Absolutely. I have no idea, by the way, fellas. I, have I no speculate. I, I'm going to speculate that it's a flyover.
3: um I'm still working on Look that this, plan. I, I'm I spec- working on that plan. No, we okay. we have invited an incredibly well-known team with very strong connections to 353. And the parachute regiment to make an appearance, Oh, yeah. and we're waiting. So I don't want to, I don't want to kind of overcommit because we're on their provisional booking list at the moment, and uh, we're in comms with with, with the guys on the bookings. They are working on it, and we're waiting to hear. So oh, cool. fingers crossed. But we're oh, hoping cool. for a parachute jump, basically. Oh good. Uh, and and it won't be navy parachute jumping. I think they tend to do that out uh, of jets off expensive carriers, don't they? Parachute jumping.
2: No, we've got, so. we got a jump team. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't sent, know that. And I sent
3: a few chefs on an AT
1: <laughs> jump level. Chefs jumping out for the craft.
0: Jumping the scoff queue <laughs> <laughs> was I got a question. In. I got a question for Mike. Yeah, Rugby sure. of the Heroes. Yeah. Right. What tell me over the years what is the most the most unexpected dramatic thing that's happened at the Rugby Heroes Festival, which involved well I don't know What's happened?
3: Um, well, there's a few things. What you just, like? a, a couple, a couple of fun things. We did have a one of the first parachute jumps we ever did was f- through the Princess of Wales Royal Regiment team. It's called, they were called the Tigers. I don't know if they still got them, uh, but they did have a jump on a mildly windy day. I mean, we were talking like. A couple of knots of wind, and basically they did an almost—they did a really nice jump, and they were coming in really well. And almost then there was this bomb burst, and they all disappeared in different directions. But most of them landed where they were supposed to do, apart from two guys who landed in the field next door. And of course, he was ragged all evening, um, and, and, and teased all evening by everybody about that. Um, and uh, thankfully, no broken bones from the ploughed field. But it was a very impressive sort of departure from the uh, plan. So that—that's one thing. I, I a couple of other things. If I may, just spare that, you know, sort of share them for a minute or two in 2014 which was probably one of the um, best attended events of the original festival which was a four to five thousand guest sort of event really big 35 rugby teams that sort of thing big mega event and effectively um, we had um, the appearance of a a, a Merlin helicopter uh, which is an absolute you know, sort of a showstopper. We had a fly pass by the Battle of Britain flight that year as well, but we actually had a proper visit from the guys who flew at the time from RAF Benson before it went into the Joint Helicopter Force yeah. and before they then spent most of the time, you know, being part of the, the Navy Helicopter Force as well. Uh, but they just did an amazing job. So they came in, they were absolutely, you know, brilliant ambassadors for the armed forces. They, all the kids were allowed to go and look at the helicopter, talk to the crew and the and the, and, the, and the sort of the crew chiefs and the maintenance guys who were there and then took off and did the most amazing you know sort of three past fly past and it was on a beautiful day we had music playing it was just one of those moments when you know you plan an event like this and you put so much hard work into it and things just you know get executed beautifully and i still watch the i still actually watch the video of that you know for sort of, uh, a bit of motivation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just just incredible and we had it embedded in the film as well so that was that was another great highlight um i mean lots of fun things happening you know we've had we reckon we've had at least two babies born 9 months after the festival which oh, we've been conception told by the night of the festival we've been told by the lucky the lucky couple um, <laughs> involved uh, that uh, there was indeed lucky some linkage uh, yes yeah, <laughs> plotted back to those dates so that's kind of like a fun a fun fact but again I'm not going to tell too many fun facts we have a video we have a video coming out actually more? right a video tell me tell with all the key uh, facts of the festival
0: tell me more of the drunken antics
3: the What's antics? the
0: most memorable drunken antic or antics that have happened at the festival over the years? Yeah, Does that stick in your mind.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, in two thousand I want you to think about. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, yeah, I want you to yeah. think
0: about the demographic listening to this podcast predominantly. Yeah, and morons.
3: Okay, like me. Yeah,
0: and like uh, Sai, <laughs> and yeah. like Gav. Yeah, not like yourself because oh, you're fair def- you're definitely not a moron.
3: Thank you. All right, go. I'm just watching that cracker move across the uh, field of vision. Um, So again, from a a sort of drinking antics thing, there was a festival in 2019. You recall, uh, which was well attended. So it was the last one we did, obviously, before the COVID pandemic. And we had Team Rubicon, as they were known at the time. Now, now React, and they had their 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 team came up um, and did a fantastic meeting point. And one of the really fun things that happened at that festival after the the, the team that became the Forces Barbarians played. There was uh, one of the um, Parag veterans um, from the Worcestershire area, who um, you know what I mean, right? You know what I'm talking about, and uh, he he really tucked into the Bacardi and Cokes. Cheesy. Yes, well, junior, <laughs> junior, yeah. Tucked to the Picardian. Why are you so avoiding by... saying his name? I'll sing him a. Well, I just you know, I I, I leave that to you to to, to to name and shame, right? But the thing was, I always remember a very fun memory of him. He was it was, the, every member was decked out in their post match attire, looking very very smart, and I, you just saw him basically repeatedly staggering in and out of the. Uh, of the tent and trying to get on the dance floor, and not being allowed on the dance floor, and then decided to um, go and talk to one of our sponsors and repeatedly called him Ken Barlow, uh, and then he's then escorted out of <laughs> the tent, and then he basically he, he, he then basically <laughs> would then reappear on the other side of the of the of the of the, of the bar and the DJ marquee, basically pulsating, in the background. Oh, oh, no, I can't possibly name that. Uh, but it was just it was just funny this this repetitive approach. This person, you know, go right, right, Ken. All right, Ken. Ken Barlow. Ken Barlow. Uh, it's just—it just was one of those really random things. So we gave him a hot coffee, and then he fell asleep somewhere afterwards. Oh, but uh, it was just, yeah. just again many fun, uh, well, that fun was, memories.
0: If that was the one i was thinking of, it was really hot. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Was that the hot yeah, day? day? Yeah, it was. it was a hot day. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Everyone sat outside.
0: The sun was hitting. In fact, he was not the only one who got really drunk. There was lots of people that had, like they had mini yes. meltdowns. Mini meltdowns. Yeah. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, we shall remain nameless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of my other fun memories, of course, was we had, uh, you know, if you want to go up the sort of the moronic scale, if you will, of, of fun behavior, party behavior. Yeah, cheesy uh, moron. Was, um, was, uh, yeah, was quite. It was quite. Did you close. just called cheesy a moron? No, no, no. But that was he was a scale one or two. That was. This is when you go up things. We had our, our first team captain.
0: He's a level one moron or two.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, well scale it. scale of one to ten. Okay. Modest, right? But we, I <laughs> read our first team captain basically had his jeans ripped off and removed while on the dance floor at the first event post COVID, when obviously mm-hmm. everyone was observing social distancing and yeah. you know dancing politely. Exactly. And being that and the gin, 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 Oh, that was a, I remember a rowboat yeah. that night as well. Yes, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. So there was that, there's that, that fun. But I think you know, on the whole, people have uh, really enjoyed the fine array of yeah. real ales, they are good craft ciders, they are good, yeah, the uh, was it and, was it last and soft year. drinks. Of course, you can and get soft drinks, drinks yeah. and non-alcoholic beverages.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, was it last year where we had the Fijians? Yeah. No, no, no was Fiji was. was 20, year before 20, oh, 20, It's two 20. two years on the trot. Yeah, twenty twenty-one. What was the year though? They had all the the grog.
3: That carver. was the first one. That oh, was the first the one. Cards. That was 2021. Oh, God. Yeah, again, that was the... Uh, that was they were so sat, good. Sat within a circle, basically, yeah. singing and playing guitars. And drinking. And, and drinking. Drinking. Carver. Yeah, that's right. Psychedelic yeah. root drinks.
2: Yes. No, 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 it's Carver. It's like, yeah. it's like a sparkly drink.
3: Oh, a sparkly drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. dishwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is, yeah.
2: The guy sat there with a bowl that I just mixed in stuff.
3: But it was spiritual, though. <laughs> there was something spiritual oh, about it, really. You know, you instantly really. were cast away to the islands of Guam or the... Micronesia or somewhere like that, where you could lap up the Pacific Ocean, sort of coming into, and you were just taken away. But yeah, it was. They were a great bunch of people. We're hoping actually that at least one of their squads will come back up again this year, uh, and our ladies team are hoping to get a fixture against the Pacific Island Barbarian Ladies, and they again superb, absolutely superb rugby. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> Hugh is chucking
1: into reindeer and a uh, spice cheddar as we speak. Uh, yeah, Mike. There's one of them for you. Thank you very spice much. Cheddar. I'm going to look forward to that. You myself. driving there? Uh, for, yes. For your yeah. haircut.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you will be having a. a port. No, I'll, I'll uh, have a. I'll have a glass later on. Though. Uh, that's all right. That's
1: uh, So I got a pour of drinks now, also. Hugh finishes chomping on that. Uh, what was it? Reindeer, Reindeer and spice please. cheddar. Nice.
3: Cracker. Yeah. <coughs> so that, yeah, that's just some some fun memories, really. But I mean, you know, we shouldn't forget uh, what what I think what hopefully what this event means. To, to, to the community, uh, and I don't just mean the rugby community and the people in this area, I mean, the Forces veterans community, because one of the things I've really enjoyed and got out of this whole thing has been to meet people from that mm-hmm. community and actually just be exposed to the, the fun side, the va- the values as well, and the kind of people you get. And the other thing is that I, I, I'd like to feel that in a small way, it's helped people by having the event and hosting it and just providing a platform for people to come together and meet each other, network, share, you know, how they feel. You know, from a from a sort of mental health side as well as just generally coming have fun. I hope that's helped some people along the way. You know, yeah, that means th- a lot, and it's it's as good as it's as good as the money we raise. You know, for the for the charity. So,
0: yeah, where's Simon going? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I tell you what I like about it as well is uh like the uh, like there like high quality events like this around the country that kind of rarely go on, but it's uh it's a really good way to. Um, Get uh, the military community in the military element, it, like shooting the shit yeah. with each other, yeah. where, where they're comfortable. But integrating with, I say integrating with is like a with Civpop. Yeah, with civvies. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like a really stupid thing to say that, but but um in a really natural way, everyone's around each other. It's like bringing civvies. It's like bringing a civilian population, right? In. And being a part of a military event. But yeah. no, it's not a military event. No. It's just a military culture event generally. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> and the military culture is very similar, as you know, Mike, yeah. To they like the rugby culture, yes. it just it just is. Yeah. Whether it's men's rugby or women's rugby, it's a, it's a it just is. It's yeah. a very very it's like a huge crossover between yeah. values and standards and the way that the cultures are, the way they interact, the thing that they value, the kind of people they value, the kind of personality traits they value. Yeah. They cross over a huge yeah. there's a big overlap oh, yeah. there, yeah. which is why I think like rugby heroes work so well, force barbarians work so well. Why why people love coming back to old lems because old lems are supportive of the military community. You know yeah. I think that's a big part. Yeah. It's such a great day a great idea.
1: I think as well, you know, since Afghanistan's you know closed down and stopped, there's not any conflicts we're (coughs) heavily involved in as such. The public perception is that the armed forces aren't doing anything as well. You know, so a lot of the you know go back ten years, there was always a a, a military or charity fundraising event, you know, loads of them going on. So it's good that you've continued the the festival and that so it it still gives that chance for the civilian population that are engaged with the military community to still keep coming back and that and supporting the military community. And you know it, it is good. Obviously, I've been been to a couple. Um, it's, it's always been a good day, a good, good experience, and I've I've met you know good people from being at the event, you know, networking, and and forged you know quite good relationships and, and yeah. um, friendships with. So you know, congratulations on fifteen years. I said to Hugh on the way in in the in the Uber in Uber, 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 Uber. I, I ain't used to Ubers. Um, even though I think he was going to call the police on you for ammo tin. <clears throat> okay. Um, basically, yeah, you know, it, it's good. You know, fifteen years is brilliant, but there's not going to be another one. Um, and I understand it. You know, lots of hard work go, goes into it, and that. Um, but I'll be disappointed next year when. Look Are you to trying to
0: make Mike feel guilty? Rugby for Heroes is <laughs> the the going to continue. The festival just won't happen. Oh, sorry, the festival, it's yeah. It's just the festival's not happening. But Rug- the festivals M- Mike, correct me if I'm wrong.
3: No, no, that, that, that's spot on, and uh, thanks for saying that, Gav. I mean, uh, two things. I have absolutely no doubt that the rugby club here will do a next level, next stage summer festival of some kind so I think watch the space on that one actually because we you know one of the things about this club and you know, I've been involved here as a member for 20 odd years now is that we're very proud of our connection with supporting the forces we have local units here we have members who uh, you know who who serve in the forces and, and play rugby here so we've always had a you know a, a, a nice relationship with it right um but at the same time you know the way I feel about the event is that you want to finish the current program and structure of it on a high. I would never ever want us to get to a situation where people sort of started to question the relevance of it, not enjoy it so much, find other things to do with their time, right? Because Mm -hmm. that would be kind of really soul destroying, to be honest with you. And to be fair, I'd never seen that. And and, and, we see the numbers and we see people coming back. But at the same time, I think you also need to know when to call. And say, right, there's there's a format there. But I mean I, I have no doubt that, that there's some a summer festival of sorts will emerge in the next phase and mm. people come through to organise it. And you know, the food bars as you know that you hosted as a club here, you know, we're accredited, we're very, very proud to have the food bars as part of this club. Um, it's brilliant. Again, it's another thing we're doing to try and lean in. And as Gaz says, you know, even though the the hot conflict zones uh, you know, are different now, um, we still have at the end of the day and we're still sadly seeing one year in, you know, the impact of conflict on other countries with the Ukraine, uh, you know, situation, war. And, uh, you know, we've got people who are supporting those people. So it just means that we can continue to stay connected. Mm -hmm. But I think also it's important that we've evolved it such that we're supporting veterans who have come out of the back of that service period, finding their own way. And as you know, here, and this is what I wanted to say as well on the uh, broadcast quickly is that one of the things that we've enjoyed doing is supporting veteran-owned businesses. So we have seen a lot of veteran-owned businesses come out uh, and be started since people have, have left and transitioned, right? Mm-hmm. Either full-time or as a part-time thing. One of the things we've actively tried to do with the festival here is to encourage participation. Um, so what you'll see, for example, this year with with the festival is that apart from an incredibly well-known brand of veteran-owned coffee business that we are just finalising our booking with at the moment. Uh, we're also like really pleased to meet East Chase Distillery uh, this week. And East Chase Distillery, as you know, they're co-run by um, a local family here who are members of this rugby club, uh, but also partnering up with um, <clears throat> a member of a uh, retired member now, uh, or a veteran member of, uh, of the Royal Marines and the Special Boat Service, right? So, you know, and East uh, Chase Distillery, yeah, Sorry. and,
0: and uh, uh, that's Richie, that's owner yes. of uh, owner of HMG Clothing. That's correct. And he's on yes. the podcast. No, he's, he's number one nine seven. 197. Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. he's and he's on did you realise that I was
3: actually Sunday. thinking about that when I made that comment to give like a natural segue towards your next podcast show thingy? It's did incredible. you like that? Did you see what it's I did incredible, there? Yeah, yeah incredible. it was cool. But he, he, he and he and his uh, business partner will be bringing. Uh, East Chase Distillery as part of a range of, of gin uh, providers who we have for the festival, and, we're, and again we're delighted to support them. They're quite recently established, but delighted to have them along. We're giving a showcase. Um, you know, we'll have other veteran-owned businesses as well. But again, it's really nice that we can support people growing their businesses, and, you know, as part of their transition.
0: No, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, and, uh, and
2: obviously hopefully we'll have the Fubaz Gin as well coming up in uh, the festival that we had last year from uh, was it Cotswolds? And-
3: no, I think it, it, I think it's a different distillery that does it, but it's not it? far away from. Yeah, it. not yeah. far away. So yeah.
2: locals to the area. Yeah, They'll have a food bars, gin as well. Yeah, carrying on from last year. Yeah, oh, cool.
3: Yeah. Good. I mean, you know, and we're going to have Warwickshire Gin Company, a very long-term partner of ours. Well. Bloody amazing gin that they make. They have a fantastic bar they set up for us. Ronnie's Bar are doing a cocktail bar. Uh, we've got Pinnock's Gin coming as well. So we're actually going to have quite a nice variety of locally produced gins. Well, the Food Bar's gin there. We've got East Chase Distillery, who are just based down the road in Cannaworth as well. Can so, you
0: um, can you camp on site at the at the, uh, the festival? Yeah,
3: thanks for mentioning that. You can you can camp for the bargain price of a fiver. Over 18s, under 18s accompanied go free, but it's a five literally fiver for the weekend to camp. If you bring in a motorhome, caravan, or campervan, it's a tenner per person. You have
0: to pay extra if you intend to conceive.
3: Um, I'd rather not comment on that in case I get into any kind of you know, follow, up, follow up remarks. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning that, though that's a really great question. Um, but no, on, on a serious note, I just know you're you like can, for charging the concessions and stuff. You you know can, I mean? No, 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 no. I would only I only, only premium price raffle tickets, and of course, we will be doing a raffle. Yeah, every every British event. always is, has to a I, I would be not a put bank.
0: it past you, right? I, joking, I would not put it past you for this year. If those those kids turned up, we were conceived at a previous festival. You'd be like, hey. You were you in the last festival? You never paid. You were, your, you, were your, I, you. You were you on Saturday. You were you in 2017. You I'm genie for five years. You could at least hear the music through your muffled mum's tongue.
3: Yeah. Well. Uh, Dad, thank you. I mean, that's uh, what, a, what a great, uh, what a great conceptual stick, thought. Stick that
0: on your invent right. In yeah, ticket yeah. options. Yeah. 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 The last one. Yeah. 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 If you yeah.
2: conceived in the last yeah. 10, yeah. 15 years. Yeah. You always a fiver per year. Yeah, <laughs>
3: but no. So I mean, tickets are online and available through our social media platforms, on our website for the event, uh, through the Rugby Club website on the event. you just have to search Rugby Number no. Four Heroes 2023 Beer and Gin Festival, and you will find it. And the tickets are free if you just want to come along yeah, free, for yeah. the day. It yeah, does not cost a penny. Yeah. Obviously, bring some cash all joking aside or cards, cards. Excellent days for, uh, festival, for, yeah. for 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 yeah. you know food and drink. I've right.
0: only discovered it in 2018 when I discovered it actually. Yeah, I only thought, yeah I'm only found it
2: 30, 30, 30. No, no, 2019. Only lasted 20 minutes. When?
0: What happened then? Well, I oh, It's all <laughs> <told> my <car laughs> to <play> first game. <laughs> what?
1: The first game I played it. Yeah. Do you remember 2019? Yeah. The police being called. <sighs> yeah. What happened there with the police? <laughs> <clears throat> um, how do we say oh. it? Well, it, the end? it was due to
3: the injury, wasn't it? Yeah, when yeah, he actually to injury, tore his calf. Yeah, yeah. yes, that's right. Yeah, we had a couple of injuries on the day, uh, on the pitch, and uh, yeah, an injury yes. the I Yeah,
2: I tore my calf after about twenty minutes. Tug says oh. after like two minutes. That
3: was that. Well, that was that was when Sides did the minutes. most impressive warm up of any of the players that, on the park that day.
1: That has got to be one of the best moments for Robert for Heroes Festival.
0: What? What happened? We can't say any names. No, you can't say. Yeah, no. can't say. Is this well. when... Oh, hang on. Is this when someone at the festival, when their... Gear crashed. When when the stalker turned up? <laughs> what? Hang on. So Hang on. So the police got called for that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I don't remember, remember that. Hole. I had left, but I remember. So, no. Did it. the police get called for that? Yeah. They? Why would someone ring the police for a stalker? Because, oh made the my call. God, you're on camera then. <laughs> I, think, I think
1: you phoned the police.
0: I didn't. Anyway, so rugby heroes. But it's Festival, a family was, event, as you <laughs> know. <laughs> 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 to summarise, rugby heroes yes. festival's got it all: beer, gin, stalkers. unexpected, <laughs> unexpected babies, stalkers. Uh, <laughs> there, uh, oh, uh, all the entertainment. Live music's yeah. good. Yeah. Snapback, I love snapback. Yeah, um, they were really I good last snapback. year. They're really good. Snapback,
3: so yeah. their headline opening on Friday night. Before the film. Oh. And, uh, and that would be really good. We'll get the party going for sure on that. And you know, we're obviously gonna book fantastic weather, so you know, you can come in your, with your summer gear, but bring a bring a you know, a warm cardie to take the chill off or you know, a nice little a nice little sleeping bag if you're cardigan. sleeping under a basher or something like that. <laughs>
0: cardigan. do look at me, yeah. the navy boys here, they're the cardigan fellas, aren't
3: they? <laughs> no, they don't really bring their slippers yeah. to be fair. No, but, it's so, good, looking
0: fortune. Look at fortune. Yeah. No, yeah, thank yeah, you I'm for good.
3: giving me the chance to talk about it. And uh, no, I just really want as many people to come as possible. It's going to be a very special year. And, uh, you know, please come and support the charity. Please come and support the veterans community. Please come and support Community Rugby. You know, with the cost of living mm-hmm. at the moment, it doesn't get any cheaper to run a rugby club, right? So, yeah. Just come and have a good time. Just come and have, have a good, good time. time. Most importantly, come have a good time. Yeah. But, we've, you know, we've got some great people already signed up to come and there's some of your previous podcast guests are already opting in, which is really good to know. So, you know, very happy opting about Opting in that. like an investment. No, not you, you, the investment. I just, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for trying to steer the conversation that way. Mm. we well, steering it back, not opting in as in a financial investment. No, uh, just uh, saying they're going to come I don't along. Say that. So you did. I, know. I saw you. I
0: saw you. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's going yeah. to be good people. So, uh, so festival's going to finish, right? What what uh, what happens after that? You're going to continue the supper clubs?
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely you know run the kind of um, sort of occasional dinners that we do, uh, where we have guest speakers along, and everyone else just has a really really good time. We often put some live music on at the end of the evening, that sort of thing. So we're definitely going to keep uh, go- going, and we'll keep the brand going. I mean, one of the things I'm keen to see continue to happen with it is. Again, it comes back to the broader purpose, you know, moving on from a single fundraising event and then multiple types of events that we've had. You know, I mean, who can forget the COVID? Uh, do you remember the COVID gig that we got with Tom Kirkpatrick that time? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, And we yeah, had yeah. about 35 people. We still raised £1,000 for that event. Was, it was, that, phenomenal.
2: was that after the Six Nations night? Like?
3: Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, It was the after party, yeah. So, mm. But, I mean, we've we, we tried and done all these kind of fun things, but what I really want to be able to continue is hopefully, you know, be able to host things that involve some networking, but also... Uh, continue to act as a sounding board or, you know, if anybody wants any uh, mm. to chat through anything business-wise or leadership-wise or anything like that. Just, yeah. Good. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it.
0: It's going to be good, mate. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Is Tom going to coming this year?
3: Um, yes, he's booked. So Tom, 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 Tom Kirkpatrick, a staple popular source of great live music. Yeah, so he's coming. And We're right. just good. locking down timings. So I, sorry,
1: I, I can vouch for um, Rock of Heroes um helping with the wider veteran community. Your
0: opinion carries weight as well. That's good. because um,
1: obviously in the past we've we worked closely with, with what I run um, to support veterans and Rubber of Heroes helped immensely with um, a certain veteran with certain needs um, and obviously with fundraising events like Rubber of Heroes helped facilitate that so there's a very happy veteran out there at the minute which had um, some costs oh, yeah. required yeah, yeah, yeah. you know um, from the Gulf 91 um, yeah. War, so you yeah, know, I can basically vouch for a of heroes. The money that gets raised does get used towards veterans' um, welfare and support, so it's been brilliant. And obviously, those people that attend these events help immensely to, 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 to people that actually need support. So, um, yeah, for my, you know, thank you. Well, we spoke about offline about this anyway, but yeah, um, brilliant. Please do attend, I'll be there. Great plug with Reindeer. I no, didn't tell you you'd be there.
0: Come on, we had people bought in then. <laughs> Are <laughs> oh, yeah. you playing you this be, year, Gav? You with you, your you size extra small shirt. you playing this year?
1: Well,
3: it's a huge decision normally, isn't
1: it? it ultimately, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Well, but presumably, Hugh, are you playing this year or are you TBC. donning your yellow... No, TBC. Your yellow high-fizz. I'm still in recovery. And doing the cones. No, TBC. Okay. Depends yeah. if he jumps into a
1: swimming pool, it's like half empty.
2: Is this recovery from James Hawks' game?
0: <laughs> no. Oh. What well, do you mean that big tackle?
1: Yeah, it tackle. was a big tackle.
2: Yeah. You
0: talk about stuff no one knows what you're on about. So it's poor okay. Yeah, but we do, though. Great. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, what were well, we talking you. about before this? <laughs>
1: I'm not saying it.
0: <laughs> a ginger prick. Oh. <laughs> you care Anyway. Um. <coughs> um, what? Ah, uh, oh, here's a question. Pause, pause, pause. Ukraine vigil, silence, 11am today. What was the thoughts on that and the choice of time?
2: Personally, I didn't agree with it. Fuck
1: it.
2: 11 11 o'clock is is our time that we well, that we reserve yeah. in november
1: not not our time it's 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 no. time for amnesty across yeah but it's our time across europe really, yeah. isn't it yeah it's our time but not our time across europe yeah okay
2: but i'm just talking from a british kind of thing now i don't care about europe i
0: <laughs> <Voted> out um <laughs> <laughs> no Put- putin doesn't care either we're gone fuck putin no but
2: yeah you know le- 11 o'clock <laughs> You know, that, it's. Oh, you... That doesn't yeah. sound like that. Sound, sound listen, like... listen,
0: in all seriousness... In like, all seriousness. In all seriousness. You rubbed me up the wrong way. Yeah. However, I'm a moron. I'm interested to get people's perspective yeah. on it. We, we I am, about, we I tell am tell it. not against the idea. I'm not against the idea. I'm neutral on the idea of silence... A minute silence for Ukraine. Not against it. I'm not for it, not against it. Like, whatever. Yeah. However, I thought the choice of 11 a.m., yeah. the reason I, thought, I think that was an ill-informed decision to choose that, and I think it was chosen yeah. because maybe the government think that, I'm not sure if this is the case, but maybe the government think that the public support for us supporting Ukraine, given that all the stuff's gone in the U.K., maybe they think that public support is waning, and they went, huh. Right, let's do a, a visual for them." we can keep supporting it and uh, oh, what time should we do it let's do 11am because that, is an, that Im- resonates emotionally the time yeah. does yeah. That's, what I, that's what I think they think Yes. Yeah.
1: So, so I think well according to me is that it's ill informed it proves once again politicians or even those high up within the, the armed forces out of touch reality because I'm a serving person and the first I knew of this 1100 minute science for Ukraine was when it was sent on our group chat. Yeah, I've seen no emails about it. No. I've seen nothing on the news. But, but didn't the so Royal I... Navy put a yes? Tweet yeah, tweet but I didn't, no. see I didn't see it. Maybe it was on a blue tick. I don't know. But size so side sent it to
3: me. That could be the case. To be fair, no. I, no. I, no. I no. saw no. it, but I have a blue tick, of course. Yeah,
0: so, exactly. so oh, Are
2: a
1: blue
3: tick
2: holder? Are you? I'm a blue tick
3: holder. Yes. I, Give me a fist bump. God. Thank you.
1: Um, so no. I don't, I don't think public support is waning for Ukraine because it's it's horrible what's happening out there. I just think it's been ill-advised and, basically, once again, proven. Those making them decisions are out of touch reality. Public support is not waning, in my opinion, for for Ukraine because it's horrible. Um, I think it's a token gesture. I think it's virtual signalling by politicians.
0: Yeah. See, I said. So what I said was, the public support to support Ukraine is waning. The public support for us to financially support ukraine okay. is winning okay I, i'm not saying that's yeah. the case no but we don't i think s- it's the case but, but, but it may not be but if we don't
1: right so if we haven't sent that money to ukraine we've sent it to some other country
0: okay what would you stop what you're saying you. no I, yeah i agree oh well maybe we would have maybe so we wouldn't we don't,
1: we don't, I, I don't think what right, do you know I, how much I, usa is
0: sent to ukraine do you know how much do you know how much usa is sent to ukraine ukraine guess how much oh. money the USA has sent to Ukraine, so we're going to put a figure on this. Yeah. Side, go. I,
2: I, I read it It's almost the same as what Russia spend on defence. You're
0: taking too long. Go, I'm up, not. go. Five billion. No, Five more. billion? Okay, cool. How much do you reckon? 75 billion. Okay, cool.
3: I'll sure. say over 100 billion dollars. Two hundred,
0: two hundred billion yeah. dollars. Yeah. Right. Two hundred billion dollars is almost on par with so, what yeah.
2: Russia so, spend on defense.
1: So the point yeah. I'm making is that money, if it hasn't been sent to Ukraine to spend on defense, whatever, it would have been spent elsewhere. It, I don't think it has an immediate impact on the way we live. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. I wonder. So okay, there's a question for you, Mike. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Now, when I think naively about this, and I, I, I know this isn't the case, right? But when the when people think about okay well example oh let's think about uk and we send the, the classic is oh we send india all this money for aid however many millions it is we send it. At 50 million pounds or something a year right for example i have just picked this as an example yeah. and we say oh but they've got uh they've got uh, a space, space program and all that, right so but if so if the decision is made right we so people say don't send it to them let's use it internally it's not that simple is it
3: no i don't think it is that simple okay, i think that
0: it's oh, um for me, they think it's money that they think it's cash that could be. Let's not send them fifty million because it's a value put on it as fifty million. But we're not send we're not like bank transfer fifty million, are we? No, it's a representative no. figure of investment it, 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 and other stuff, yeah, right? That's my understanding.
3: Okay. And also, okay. you've got to bear in mind it's there's, there's you know there's a budgeting process for anything that is spent, you know, from a public sector or for a you know a what's uh, the one you know the the voluntary sector and the provision of aid okay and you know aid funding gets provided for all sorts of reasons and causes um and i think this country has always had a really admirable and strong attitude towards trying to help people who need relief um i think you you look at the response to the the earthquake in turkey and syria i mean it's dreadful dreadful consequences of that um and you know aid gets raised but also it's not just about the immediate post event it's about long-term reconstruction it's about support and i think it's also been part of diplomacy as a a route forward so if you don't engage you cut yourself off in terms of contact and engagement is my view but you also have a situation where not only do you cut yourself off but you can't do something you know which is positive for, for, for society and for people so I also think that probably if you don't put that, you either see the money cancelled altogether because it's part of an overall government budget process and um, I don't think you can turn around and say well yeah we could move it from there to there. So I mean you know, the, it, again, I mean, nothing is, 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 is particularly simple I think in these points and you've got to really understand the key, the key topics around it.
1: I go, think go yeah, public support of Wayne if he said right, nurses aren't going to pay rise, because we've got to send buns, and, uh, g- bums, guns, and you know, bullets to, to Ukraine. That's when support will will wane. But mm. there's no impact or nothing being reported on the media, and that's a, a big thing. You know, media would pick up on anything. If something was getting cut for UK personnel because we're funding what's happening in Ukraine, then su- public support would wane. But I think media are on side with with what we're doing, and the politicians are basically on side of what we're doing as well. Um, I think the whole the whole you know minute for Ukraine and stuff like that. Ill, Ill- advised. <clears throat> um by all means yeah, we we can't quite understand what they're going through, but we are supporting the best way we can. Um,
0: Bringing you this podcast today are the Aardvark Group. Founded in 1982, Aardvark has established itself as a major player in its field, renowned for its exceptional technology and innovative propositions have supported countless defence ministries, the humanitarian and NGO sectors and commercial operators in theatres of war and post-conflict environments around the world. Aardvark is foremost a humanitarian organisation working to help rid the world of the explosive remnants of war. Their technologies are uniquely developed by operators for operators, which ensures that every product, system or platform that they provide conforms to the essential criteria of st- stability, survivability and reliability. Aardvark know that to have a truly lasting positive impact, their technologies must be cost effective. So they've commissioned a number of projects with their research partners to develop technical innovations with the core aim of delivering affordable solutions that can be deployed directly into communities to reduce the incidence of accidents and deaths due to explosive threats. Aardvark are headquartered in the UK with offices in the United States of America and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. You can find out more about them by going to Aardvark.com Dot group, not just about the products and services they provide, but also about the incredible work they do to support the military community and military charities. Go to their website, aardvark.group, or find them on social media, the Aardvark Group. So,
1: yeah, ill-advised.
0: Have you heard the conspiracy theory? Oh.
3: You off, right. I need to go. Sorry,
0: time <laughs> I had no sooner do I mention conspiracy theory, mics. I'm out. <laughs> you got a haircut?
3: <laughs> I'm actually going to get a haircut, yeah. And I'm gonna eat my cheese and cracker at the car park. That's all right.
0: <laughs> Listen, we can go back to Harry's penis if you want. Are you cute <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure. Bye. Thank you for having me on the show. No cheers, coming mate. No. Uh, what time we well, I'll text you. We'll see you yeah. in, see you um, in or well, or so. Yeah, I mean, you know, Eagle, uh, uh, we're not, meeting let's Tony. Not the, uh, let's not say it on the let's not say on
3: Okay, thank you. <laughs> 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 so 6.30 oh, in the location we've agreed Mate, people with us. the people yeah. with the people that we were going to meet <laughs> and then we're going for a in snack the pre-plan agreed <laughs> days. we're going for a Ruby Murray later that's yeah. another identified location. Right, cool. So is that clear on the plans, guys? Is yeah, that all yeah, right? No. But no, no, so yeah. 6.30. Yeah, all right. Sorry. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, see you shortly. Right. now, thanks for the support for no, it. No, mate, yeah. really appreciate it. And oh, and thanks really for the brownies, Becky's brownies. Yes, I should yeah. leave those there. Tuck into them.
0: For people listening, and take some... look up Becky's brownies now. B-E-K-I-S brownies, 100%. Yeah, thank
3: you very much for the uh, the uh, support for them as well. They'll be uh, at right. the festival, along with some of the great street food partners. So cool. they are good. As, as they say, type type... Uh, Type two diabetes in a box. Enjoy. Oh, well up for it. Fat snacks coming. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Love no, fat snacks. All right. What I'll were we talking about go. before that? Oh, conspiracy you just theory. talking. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll you leave it. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens and leave things first. like that. I'll
0: see you later. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Right, see you right. In a bit, bud. Cheers, Mike. Have you heard the conspiracy theory? About oh, well, what? It's a, <laughs> on, it's, a <laughs> it's a doozy. Come on. It's a doozy. <clears throat> or theory, let's say, yeah. get rid of conspiracy theory. Okay, it it's, it involves COVID and Ukraine. Well, So I'll give, I'm just gonna. Right, so I'm gonna put it out there. So uh, Putin uh, invaded Ukraine partly mm-hmm. because he wants to take over Ukraine, right? But mm-hmm. also partly because um, the USA uh, are in, uh, in embarking on a uh, a a covert bio war, which in which the bio weapons were being be manufactured uh, or are being manufactured in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and um, and Putin doesn't want it at his doorstep because it's next to him, and also he sees what the USA is trying to do to destabilize the, destabilize the world, and because the USA is doing that because they are in essence a modern-day empire, yeah, bases everywhere, they control a lot of the world through influence as opposed to occupying. But it is a modern-day empire that is dying, and they know they're dying, they're trying to survive. Okay, that's the theory. Here's a couple of hard facts for you. Multiple prominent biolabs in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hunter Biden, heavily invested in one of the companies heavily involved in the biolabs in Ukraine. COVID, this is theory point again, was... This is the... I'm going to say it. I'm just repeating what other people say. Okay, it's not me saying it. COVID, manufactured by the USA in Ukraine in a biolab and transported to Wuhan, leaked in Wuhan deliberately to make China look like fuckers, destabilise China because the USA is afraid of the strength China's getting and they can't really combat them the way they combat Russia. So they did it through bio. That is the theory.
2: Yeah, I've heard that.
0: Again, I'm going to reiterate... Hunter Biden investment in the company in biolabs in Ukraine, fact. Multiple biolabs in Ukraine with US investment, fact. fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great
0: BBC. Hunter Biden lace cocaine. What do you fact. mean, BBC? Mate, I haven't watched the fucking news for two years. Yeah. I, switch on, I switched on BBC last month. I yeah. like. Great BBC. Look at this. Drama. Go on. I'm not saying it's fact. No. Yeah. I, oh, I'm I, saying I, the Hunter I, I, Biden I, I, and the biolabs yeah. thing is fact. There's a lot of
1: talk of it. I don't.
0: Why does it sound so ridiculous to you?
1: Because there's too many ridiculousness in it. There's too many what? Sorry. isn't it. Ridiculousness. Ridiculousnesses. Ridiculousnesses. <laughs> Why? Because what? If, it were, if that was the case, it would be called out more. Surely, it would, it would be more called out.
0: Ah, okay. Let's. All right. Hang right on. Hang right on. Rather okay. Than Nord Stream pipelines. Right. I. I. I see where you're going with this. Nord Stream pipelines. Okay, multiple investigations done, independent investigations and state investigations. Everything, all the investigations done, point to the USA blowing up the Nord Stream pipelines. It doesn't point to anything else, right? It doesn't point to anything else. The overbearing weight of evidence says the USA blew up those pipelines, right? Then couple that with the USA don't seem to be interested in really investigating and proving... Who blew up the pipelines? Because they can't prove anything else. Oh, they can't provide any evidence for anyone else doing it. Which is yeah. why there is nothing about the Nord Stream pipelines and someone else doing it, China, Russia, anyone else doing it in the news. Yeah. Everything points to the USA doing it. I'm just... Listen. But also, who up. has the capability... Oh, Mike's gone. On go on, Who else go. has, oh, yeah. yeah? has the
2: capability
1: to do that stuff? In the well, country?
2: Russia
0: has it, China has
1: it. We are. Well, not China.
2: Yeah, China. Yeah, China.
1: China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what we're saying is.
0: The point I'm making with bringing up the Nord Stream pipeline is, right? That is something that is fucking bonkers. Mm. Uh, two years ago, if we thought we would, we as in the West, would covertly go and blow it up and then try and blame Russia or China or anyone else on it and all, <laughs> or just ignore it, we go, no fucking way we do that. In the balance of probability, like 90 plus percent, that is exactly what has happened. It's exactly what's happened. The USA have done it. Now, go back to the theory I mentioned, and you're saying it's preposterous. I'm saying actually it's probably 50 50. It's not preposterous. So, Based on the Nord Stream information, and other stuff, when you go back historically, like uh, the Gulf of Tonkin and all that shit, where. <clears throat> Reasons to go to conflict have been completely invented. Come forward to conflicts that we were involved in. 2003, WMD's Iraq War. No WMDs. I was on a course, right, when I was serving. And uh, it was the military psychological operations planners course. I was very privileged to go on it. It's like, you'd be lucky if you're a captain to get on that course. It's majors, mostly colonels and above. I got on, I won't go into the circumstances why I got it. I got on the course. I happened to be on that course with another ranker, another, it was an RAF guy. This RAF guy I was on the course with, one of the presentations we got in the, on that course was from an individual who worked in government. He was a civil servant, and he was responsible in 2002, the end of 2002, for convincing, so putting the strategy together, I'll, sorry, I know you want a better gagging to talk, Alf. give me a sec, for putting the strategy together that would convince the media, British media, and the British public that invading Iraq was the right, right thing to do. And he talked us through the process that he went through and that his team went through because it was a PSYOPS planning course, right? Mm. To go, and that's what PSYOPS is influence, yeah. manipulation, Messaging. whatever you call it, right? They're different things, but. And he talked us through it. So that happened. That brought up the conversation of Iraq and stuff with me in this raf guy he was another rank on the course the only other like non-fucking headshed guy mm. on there we were talking this raf guy was one of the people who went out with the inspection teams to iraq before the iraq war to go and inspect the sites where the, where uh, was it nato suspected there were wmds he went out there like his armed protection with with these uh scientists basically he told me verbatim, he said, we went out there, we would set foot in the, in the compound of the, the factory or the site or the research centre. We would set foot inside, we would leave. They wouldn't go looking, they wouldn't go searching. If you remember the narrative back back in the day, it was yeah. like, it was the, the narrative was, Saddam was moving his stuff before they got there, yeah. or he wasn't letting them go where they wanted to inspect. This RAF guy told me it was bullshit. But, and he had no reason to lie to me. We yeah. were two... We were serving guys. Like, trust each other. But you, you know, when you're serving, you trust each other that yeah. communicate most, for the most part, depending yeah. on you're from. Right? He didn't have any reason to lie. He said, we would go there, you'd like touch a, a, a foot inside the compound and go, yeah, and then say you were there and then it came back and we were invading Iraq. They didn't even go looking for WMDs because they fucking weren't any. That's 2003, Gav. Fast forward, 20, and I'm yeah. saying... Maybe bio labs <laughs> in Ukraine. Now, it sounds quite far-fetched to me. I think it's probable this Ukraine, COVID to China, USA orchestrating it. It sounds probable. Uh, it sounds unlikely. That's the case, but it certainly isn't like ninety-nine point nine percent bullshit. Yeah, it's certainly on the balance route. You think of all the other things, seventy thirty. Those are high art. Like America, mate, Is not. They are. They are not. They are not as the upper echelons they are arguably mongs. what? mongs? well yeah but they they are they're not necessarily the good people anymore no. the way they're acting fuck me I, I'm just that's my opinion it's like look at what we do yeah look at what they they have the interventionist policies they, we, they go here there and everywhere in the world invading here and area for whatever reasons look at Libya look at Iraq look at Afghanistan all fucked All fucked. Iraq was for oil and money. Afghan. Fucking hell, man. Mm -hmm. Look at the state and that. Libya. What was all that about? Libya? Yeah. What was happening just before Libya happened? Which I got reminded about by a... Friend called Steve will be on the podcast too. I call him Conspiracy Steve. Libya, we're going for the petrodollar. They, w- they want yes. to get away from the petrodollar and have their own. But that, African... that happened in the eighties with Libya. Yeah, Libya turned over. What's Libya like now? Shithole. Yeah. The point of American is the world is not as it seems, right? So when you be when we when these in inverted commerce conspiracies theories come up, they are. If you think oh, that's total bullshit, could never happen. It's it's probably l- less bullshit, less poss- more possible than what you think. That's rant over. The
4: mm. <laughs> <No, no, laughs> right no, monologues. Yeah.
0: Unless, uh, like, you say these things and people mm, think conspiracy theorists. But it's, no, it's not. Because I've just pointed out, yeah. absol- absolutes, Iraq, yeah. Afghan, Libya, Libya, Gulf of Tonkin, yeah. fucking craziness, where we've gone in and invaded countries on completely false pretenses. Yeah. And it gets swept under the carpet. Ah, but yeah, but what makes the money? Oil. Who's making the money? Well, no, America. Oil. War. America. Yeah, private companies are making the fucking yeah. money. Private companies. Who's benefiting from Ukraine right now? Is the US government benefiting materially from the from the well, Ukraine conflict? No, war, no. But I can tell you a yeah. bunch of fucking companies yeah. are.
1: War fuels economies. the tune of trillions. Yeah. War fu- war always fuels economies. You I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get... What, I, what I, do, I do accept is that there's a lot of dark arts going on amongst... Different governments and different organisations, right across right across the world. <clears throat> but bunch of conspiracy theory about the, the whole COVID thing. If America had been so good at covering up their
0: tracks for COVID, I, I, so just a caveat. I am very sceptical of any conspiracy to do COVID. Okay, yeah. Like my opinion is that is an accident from the fucking lab in Wuhan, and we're in a yeah. shit we're in. Yeah. But it was dealt with in different ways by different governments for different reasons. Yeah. Right.
1: So, but if if America were to blame for that, for these dark labs in Ukraine they done very well at covering up their, their tracks. However, if they're responsible for the Nord Stream blow-up of the pipelines, they've been less well-equipped at covering up their tracks. It's just, that, that, that's what doesn't make sense to me. There's a whole global pandemic, but it doesn't go back to America. They blew up a, Nord Stream, a pipeline in, in, in the ocean. However, they've got no answer for it. What do you mean? Oh, how, can, how can you be so good at covering up a global pandemic but you can't be so good at blowing up a pipeline. You look confused now.
0: No, I mean, you, it's not a... So basically, we are painting America as, 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 yeah.
1: as, 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 as a master at the dark arts. No,
0: mm-hmm. no, no. Oh, no. oh more absolutely. No, 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 no. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm but, not saying that whatsoever. But, but, I'm saying they they're making increasingly drastic decisions yeah. as they're on the downfall. You only have to look at the internal situation they've got there, which I think most people don't realise. They are a country... Like they are in the death throes, and that sounds extreme. They are, they are in major dramas.
1: There will be a referendum somewhere in America to be an independent state at some point. You
0: can't listen. You can't jump on what I said on Twitter Texas. like six months ago. I, I don't follow you on
1: Twitter. You're Blue Tech. I'm, I'm just like no.
0: Texas. I said Texas. Yeah. yeah. I, said I initially Texas, so. said Texas within a year. Texas or I said, initially said Texas in the year. Texas will. Have a referendum to become an independent state from America within within a year as an independent country, but then I changed it to they will become an independ- They will have a referendum to become an independent country within a year of a CBDC being created. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I didn't see that, but having res- recently read a book, "Democracy for Sale," where loads of money, dark money, influencing different votes and everything, like that, including you know in the UK and stuff, there's loads of shit going on which we're not kind of aware of. Um, and it will influence our lives one way or the other. Um, but there's nothing you do to you stop
0: it. Yeah, you can. It doesn't mean you have to allow it, right? Here's a... Here's a, here's a, here's a I was going to say here's a fact. It's not a problem to figure out my ass. But the, I was going to say about 90%. But the majority of the decisions taken in Parliament that affect our lives do not involve a the vote. They don't involve no, the no. public. They don't involve the public. No. 90% what happens... Where was the vote on green policy? I'm not saying green policy is good or bad. On the current green policies, where was the vote on that? Now think of how much that impacts our lives. Where was the vote on it? it we don't. It's fucking bullshit. It shouldn't be like that. It is not the way democracy works.
1: So where are democracy. No, no, it's words. not.
0: The, it's the way democracy works now. It's not the way it should work. Yeah. It does not work the way it, is, it does now. It's been. It's like it's a it's a, it's a problem created by the way it, like. Bad capitalism not that capitalism is bad but it's like capitalism has evolved democracy hasn't evolved with it or people who are interested in having true democracy haven't managed to uh, change the democratic systems in the way they should to maintain power within the people that's why america got such a drama it's like we haven't it's like we've that's why we've got problems at the moment you know does that make sense what i'm saying Yep. I'm not asking you to agree with it, but does it make sense? <laughs>
1: right. So, what's the next conspiracy, next conspiracy theory?
0: No, no, no. It's a, no, it's a theory. Let's get away from the word conspiracy. It's a theory. A theory. I,
1: I, yeah. I don't I wouldn't rule it out because there is a lot of bad stuff going on, on across the world. A lot of different countries trying to unstable. Other different countries. Hmm. Um, so I can't rule it out. It's just very far fetched. It's you know, tinfoil
0: uh, hat. How, what what sorry, which part of it is far fetched? The,
1: the COVID the COVID one. Wait, he, he, which
0: part of the COVID one? Oh.
1: that America took it to Wuhan, released it in Wuhan to blame China.
0: So is Mine it feasible that they engineered a uh, a virus yeah. in Ukraine? Oh, yeah, what, what do you think of the probability of yeah. that is? Well
1: I think that's that's probable because so, why would why would they why would they create a virus in their own country when they got Multiple influences across other yeah. parts of the world. Yeah. But however, spread blame. Going out and releasing. it. I think if, if 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 China had any evidence that America took a virus over there, released it from there to blame them, that'll be escalation. For that's, that's big. That's big in it. That's big escalation on, on direct conflict.
0: Mm-hmm. No. The problem is with you, the problem of that situation is, is how easy it is to suppress. Information so if China came out and said they it got this evidence, we'd never see it over here. No, we'd never see it, we wouldn't see it. It gets suppressed, Gav. Gav, the, the, Hunter yeah. story, but, but, the Hunter Biden laptop story, the Hunter Biden laptop story, or Hunter Biden having investment in a biolab in Ukraine. Did you know about that before I said it to yeah?
1: you? I knew,
0: yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. All right, oh, but have I said it to you before?
1: Yes, I think so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever but seen yeah. it in the news? No. Right, but, Not the but why? But why? Territory. Why do we need to know about it for China to take action? Uh, because if China, t- if we don't know about it, so China's decision to take action on stuff, like well, hang no, on, no, let's re- let's go back. One of the factors, like right, so, one of the factors we make a decision, we as in, we as a group, or we as like Britain or America. One of the factors that we consider when we're going to take action against another entity, another actor, another country is what that how that country's gonna react. And how that country's gonna react is largely dependent on what the population think. So if China were to um I'm just explaining right. So if China were to say, right, we got all this proof that America released the fucking the virus into um into us and it was their fault and they fucked the whole world up but they're blaming us or they're not even saying anything and fucking like, whatever. We got this proof. But China knew that we didn't know. And America didn't know. The public didn't know because the news has been completely suppressed. But they went ahead and, and did an attack anyway. From our point of view in China, and America's point of view, that would be an unprovoked attack. It would give American politicians, American president and UK an excuse to go, unprovoked attack. They're being crazy. We need to fucking strike now and just wipe them off the face of the map. As opposed to what China's intent would be to, be to escalate it to say, stop what you're fucking doing, boys. This is a bit of aggression. It, it, because it's it's aspects and, perce- and perceptions see
1: but do you think China as a nation would be scared of what we think
2: no well, that's that's the perception you've got of China
1: well that is perception yeah but yeah. but they've built up, China's they, a billion they, they, people yeah they've built up their own forces massively
2: yeah but China's a billion, and, and at the minute, billion people
1: whether it's via the news or via what we know is, as well if they were to get involved with the whole Russia-Ukraine thing everyone's talking about World War 3 aren't they so there's was there's an element of you know, people being scared of poking the poking the bear. Not yeah. the Russian bear, but the Chinese bear.
2: But but World War Three is something that the Western communities have kind of come up with.
1: No, because they're saying if China gets involved, then the the Americans got no choice but to get involved as well. Which escalates.
0: Who said that? Who said
2: that? yeah. That's that's a Western kind of that's a Western interpretation of the situation.
1: Well, a lot of people said it. So, min- like, min- know, China, min- China, yeah, yeah, min- but, min- but min- but it's, but it's said it. It's a Western view. It. Yeah. So Minister said it. If China starts supplying yeah. weapons to Russia, then it's them directly involved. Yeah. Even yeah. though NATO are directly involved in a way because we're supplying weapons to Ukraine.
2: Yeah. But but we we can't have China invading
0: Russia. I'm going to flip the perception round, right? Because again, China's advocate. a billion people. Devil's advocate. Yeah. i am not seen China are good. I've not seen we are bad not saying Russia are good, I'm not saying Russia are bad, right? But who says we are. But I want you to put in someone else's shoes, okay? You're China. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Cy, for the confirmation. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you're no. bought in, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> you're bought in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, You are China, right? You are China. And you're sitting there for the last 20 years watching, and you're watching what's going on with the other superpowers, Russia and America, yeah. right? Now, Think about the activity. What's Russia been up to in that 20 years? They invaded a couple of countries, Georgia. tried, failed once, well, succeeded. succeeded. Well, hang on, hang on, come on, Gav. Succeeded once with Crimea, right? They go, oh, okay, mm-hmm. we're, keeping, we're keeping ourselves to ourselves. Now, they are being aggressors, in inverted commas, mm-hmm. through other means. Especially in Africa, you know, whatever really you call it, the belt of what do they call it? Whatever you call it, they, they inter, into into um, Africa, and they just they they exerting their influence in other ways, other than through warfare, right? Oh no, China. You look at China. Yeah, you look at 100%. Russia. Yeah, like I said, Russia invaded a couple of places, failed in one, succeeded in the succeeded in the other. They're in a third now, Ukraine in twenty years. Now look at America, and people who are allied with America. Fucking hell, man! Yeah. How many places in the last twenty years? Uh, in fact, continents. Even just continents is more than. Even just continents is more than what China and Russia have done combined. Africa, South America, Asia. Yeah. So, right now, count the countries that America are doing. Japan. They're
2: in, they're in Japan. They're in Korea.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, uh, I mean, aggressive. like uh, aggressive action. Oh, aggressive action. Troops
2: on the ground. Aggressive
0: action. That's what I mean. So, you know, Africa, Asia, South America, like, prominent, uh, where like, they've gone in and fucked you up for, for no apparent reason. I mean, in, in real, in, when you look back and go, like, we know, we know Iraq was a bullshit reason. Yeah. Well, most people do. Even serving. Like, I served in that fucking war. Yeah. I don't know if you guys did, but I fucking did. And I know it's bullshit. And same with Afghan. Like, the re- I'm talking about the reasons that were spun to go in there and what Joe general public was told. Fucking bullshit. Right, so if you look at the three and judge them on that on those terms, who are the ones who are most antagonistic from a military perspective? It's the USA, yeah. and by default, us allied with them, unfortunately, yeah. and I understand why because I right, align with them. I understand why, and the reason I point this out is I'm not saying that we're the bad ones and, and China are the good ones and Russia are the good. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you have to put it all in perspective, so because it it helps you understand what what like how each of the superpowers, potential superpowers, yeah, superpowers and potential superpowers consider each other. You know, it helps you understand why they go the routes they do. Like China, they're not doing they're not invading countries. Mm-hmm. There's talk of Taiwan coming up and invading there. Taiwan is fucking. I looked it up, right? Yeah. When I don't understand something, I go look in. Like, Taiwan is is fucking hell. The majority of people in Taiwan are Chinese. Literally, genetically Chinese. they literally... Their heritage is Chinese. It's a bit, a bit like Ukraine. It's changed hands so many fucking times over the... Hang on. It's changed hands... So many times over the years, however, predominantly the bloodlines are Russian in Ukraine. In Taiwan, the pro- I'm not saying it's okay to invade it. I'm not saying it's okay to invade Taiwan, but you have to put it all in perspective.
1: Now, before I nip outside, was you aware that Kiev...
0: Kiev. I Kiev, think Kiev. Kiev,
1: yeah. oh, okay. Kiev, Kiev yeah. was established before Moscow.
0: Oh, well, Moscow was established during in the... Uh, when the uh, Soviets uh, took over, wouldn't
2: they? Yeah.
0: Where are you going? With your big biceps. Wait. Wait. Uh, Wait. Uh, we've been going for now in twenty-two minutes. Uh, go on. Well, you, I could see you. Were, I think you agree with me on a lot of that
2: stuff. I was agreeing with you in that, but there's, you said about China is not doing anything, but the South China Seas. What the, what oh, the Japan. Chinese? Yeah. No, oh, no. Go on. Yeah, but what China are doing in the South China
0: Seas? Oh, go on. You know more. About that yeah, with, with the land Arabia.
2: grabbing. Go on. They're grabbing. They're grabbing these little islands that belong to belong to Japan, belong to Taiwan. They're going over there. They,
0: what do you mean, grabbing? So
2: explain, what, no, what are they actually doing? So they're going over. These are little islands, to... in, inhabited islands. Uninhabited, yeah. But then expanding infrastructure on the island. So they're creating airstrips. Because, well, so I think 2023 now, I did my TIFFS course 20, 2002, and I was told back <laughs> then that the future conflict area is going to be the South China Sea... Off kind of uh Japan Taiwan China having you know that kind of stuff, and the China are there grabbing land, creating landing strips, creating uh bases, they are kind of building infrastructure within these little islands within the South china Sea that's eventually gonna you know we, we've been over there now like two years ago, I think Queen Elizabeth was over there, and they got a bit a bit of pester by the by the Chinese. They got PLA, air air force and the army and stuff like that. They kind of within that area, and we're getting told to kind of like, oh, you're within our kind of restricted areas. But it, it's all about it's all disputed land mass within the South China Sea. Mm. That's either owned by or China declare to own it. but it's either owned by Taiwan or it's owned by Japan. I think it's an island off the south South Jap- Japanese islands way that Japan have uh, sorry China have gone in and just kind of. Taken over and started building a fucking runway.
0: Yeah, and that, that and that's happening a lot in the South China Seas. We we, we gotta wrap this up in a minute, right? Because we gotta yeah. record we gotta record the um icebreaker as well yeah. for patrons. Go on, get off your chest, Gav. You've got something to say.
1: Yeah, so the other thing about Russia is that Crimea is you Just ignore what he said, didn't he? Crimea <laughs> Crimea is I guess
0: we won't wrap it up. Gav wants to continue.
1: Crimea China. is inherited theirs. So Crimea was once owned you by You look a bit Chinese. <laughs> Racist. Um, <laughs> How, is
0: that racist? Oh, I How is that racist? I'm, I'm playing your own game. I'm fucking sorry, Karen. Go on.
1: <laughs> so the Turkish Turkish Empire once had Crimea. Ottoman. Ottoman Empire. <laughs> yes. Ottoman Empire once once had Crimea. So Russia and Putin specifically specifically saying it's our territory. Well, no. So if, if would he mind Turkey going in again? I'm going. Oh, no, that shit that's our, ours. Because they were basically. The, 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 First recordings were the Ottoman Empire
0: had Crimea. No one's anyone's. You can fucking no. just go and fucking take it. Yeah, they just go and fucking take <laughs> it. What, I'm mate. being deadly serious. Tell you what. It's like no. The only reason we don't is could be like we don't want to annihilate each other. Yeah. That is what it is. But there are some things. Some sorry, that, like uh, I was putting, there are some things that they that countries decide they need to do to. Um, for their country to survive. that's yeah. what Putin's doing, rightly or wrongly. I'm not saying, oh yeah, he needs to do that. I'm not, you know, it's like what we do. It's like what America are doing. They're doing it, it 's think, like, oh, this is the right thing to uh, make America great, or well, not great again, but to, for America <laughs> to survive. But, 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 you know.
1: So we're so we allowed to. Can we finish on a high note? No, but in the no. shit, if the Italians were we, we know, kick no, off It's it. been a bit negative, yeah. Last part has been a bit neg- negative, isn't it? It's been a bit oh conspiracy God. theory. God. Theory, not conspiracy theory. On. Oh, conspiracies? On, what's if the high was, thing you got? High things. Better be good. I bought you some flapjacks. Did he? Yeah.
0: Didn't you? yeah. <laughs> a few you so months, did you? We've been so worried about Becky's
2: brownies. So no, worried about Becky's brownies.
1: Even though when you were giving me shit last night. What well, you say? On the message. Feed, you, you said. And I said. And I said. Sent the message. So I said, the things I do for that. Cunt.
0: You said. Yeah. Is what you said. Hang on. No one understands what's going on here. You said six months ago. You're going to poke me up a brownie. Wait. it wasn't even uh, a flapjack there wasn't even postal strike sense you can't even blame him yeah on that. no there was
2: postal strike meanwhile, meanwhile
0: he says he's going uh, he to post me one of his homemade flapjacks meanwhile he doesn't do that and keeps posting pictures of his homemade flapjacks on fucking twitter anyway um, we need to do the icebreaker Trent's it's been a pleasure <laughs> oh, highlighted my evening was bringing up Harry's penis <laughs>
2: Mikey Mikey <laughs> you
0: know, like no athlete. it's a good segue rugby. in all seriousness rugby here is going to be fucking brilliant oh mate I can't wait
2: for this year it's, it's going to be, be, be fucking epic fucking brilliant. Got the really outfit brilliant. Sorted, I'm really. trying to get as many people down as yeah
0: I'm goal. going as I have to go as uh, my Mrs. fancies Miles Teller I'm going as Miles Teller I have to I'm going to go as a goose an actual goose
2: what? I'm, ca- I'm coming in white. an movie actual movie. goose yeah. yeah yeah.
0: you got the face for it I'm coming in like <laughs> the outside fucking for
1: it. or aviators Yeah. or dog tugs Swim trunks.
0: Do the Navy have dog tags?
1: Volleyball. What the fuck? With our... Uh,
0: what do you need dog tags for? What with the we Royal actually, Navy with, our, dog with
1: our general service respirator, they are. In our bag.
0: Hold well, on that note. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Oh, hang on. No, hang on, hang on a minute. Hidden Warriors, mate. Tell yes. people, tell people the website for Hidden Warriors CIC, please. So and what are
2: you going to be doing? <coughs> I'll
0: give the instructions right
2: here. <laughs> Don't <Door> flash, mate. <laughs> It's the Navy
0: podcast. Anyway, Hidden Warriors, go on.
1: um, (laughs) The fucking Navy. The usual, Um, So still a community interest company, still doing massive work within the veterans community, um, around families, um, especially children uh, involved with sports and activities to better their mental well-being. Um, when the immediate community of Stafford, we've started helping with um, the uh, cost of living, so with a food bank and stuff as well, which also does support support veterans. And what was quite um, quite humbling for me the other week was seeing a Ukrainian family turn up to to get food provisions in their Ukrainian car. So they've obviously escaped a war zone in their own car, and they found themselves in Stafford and needing some support. So um, so yeah, so we're um, we're into a fourth year. Oh. We've got um, Ride to the Gate in April, which is um rescheduled from last year because of the Queen's passing. So we're going to cycle through... Was she on it?
0: Was she due to be on it? Was she? Yeah. Um. Peloton. <laughs> is it? <I> just <laughs> yeah, so
1: It was... Um, if, he <laughs> <laughs> if you... If you remember rightly, it was a, a national period of mourning. <laughs> um <laughs> Even though I had the black arm, oh, men's ready to, to, to go and do it. Oh, God. <laughs> um... <laughs> Is it too soon to make jokes about the Queen? Right. Um, anyway, so um, in April we are so like, 300 plus, mi- plus miles from the National uh, Memorial Arboretum um, to the Menin Gate in Belgium and we are part of the last post association to lay a reef at the Menin Gate where there's over 54,000 people listed on the, on the gate um, who lost their lives during the Great War to end all wars but have no known grave. Um, so that's our latest fundraiser and there'll be others later on in the year. So, yeah, check out the website. We're on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and I believe Hugh keeps saying he's going to buy a T-shirt to give away to the patrons. I don't know if he's done that yet. Yeah, you do. You do know if I've done it yet. I, well, I don't know. see the orders.
0: Well, exactly. So you know if I've done it yet. Oh, you don't see the orders. I don't see the orders. <laughs> oh, I did it last week.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so um, please check us out on that, and um, support us if you can. Thank Hidden you. Warriors,
0: Hidden Warriors. CIC. Excellent. Been a pleasure, gents. Cy. Si, also you. You don't get a plug. <laughs> I need a plug. I the a plug.
2: plug. <laughs>
0: rugby the heroes. Fucking butt plug. Foo bars. Foo bars.
2: Butt, plug. <laughs> butt
0: plug. <laughs> but plugs. Right. Let's get the icebreaker done and let's go and get drunk. <laughs> I g- more drunk. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Oh, hang on. Look at that camera, Gav. Yeah. No, give us a flex like this. Give us a flex like this. Come on. Come on, do it. Do it that camera. That D- camera there. No, double bicep. Double what do you, what do you, wish you double Yes, look at that. Oh, amazing. What Stare. a man. What a man. <laughs> That's it. If you enjoyed this episode, why not become a HR patron? HR patrons get exclusive access to Premium content, there are private interviews with previous guests and with this guest that nobody will see except for the HR patrons. So before this podcast was recorded, I recorded an exclusive Q&A, a a shorter interview structured around 8 questions. All the questions were chosen by patrons beforehand and that interview is online now for patrons. That happens every time. Patrons also get access to all of the episodes before anyone else. They get advanced viewing of the episodes and you also get other perks and bonuses all of the information is on charliecharlie1.com just hit the menu item become a patron it'll show you everything there including access to the HR discord community and private patron only channels on there so go to charliecharlie1.com and hit the menu item become a patron easy peasy thank you for being a supporter subscribe to the channel and i will catch you on the next episode thank you